Listeners, welcome to Review That Review. You are listening to the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And us together are the Review Queens. To support our show while getting bonus exclusive content, including our award-winning members-only after-show podcast, <laughs> visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Asterisk, awards to be decided in the future. How are you, Chelsea Goose? I was going to say so many awards al- already won. It's hard to even know which one we're referencing, <laughs> you know? that That's right. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my week was good goldie got spayed Aww. shout out to bob barker doing our part to control the animal population <laughs> yeah she handled it very well how was that experience for you for me it was very emotional you know mm-hmm. for babies like first surgery but for her she's great like she thank goodness not in all the wood she bounced back very well and she's back to driving me you know insane as usual so all good there how's your week going i'm having a good week you know my life is becoming very full i've been researching different kinds of cars because i'm going to pull the plug (gasps) at the end of this month i'm going to try to get into the memorial day savings extravaganza i'm gonna try to get a car there using all this time to save money and get ready and you've like had a little distance from the cry from that cry, and I've I've decided <laughs> to choose a different brand completely. Start fresh. Yeah. Start fresh. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's got to be an eclipse or a full moon or something coming up. But there is so. a little part of me that feels like I can't choose that brand and that car I wanted originally. Like, someone has to be, too- someone has to be punished other than just someone me needs and my to be account. held accountable. Exactly. Might as well be the car company. Mm-hmm. I, I listen, I approve. I think you should always shop around. There's there's always lots of options out there. And I'm proud of you for willingly putting yourself back out there after, I don't want to take credit for this, but after coming on the show and lodging it as a complaint, getting it off your chest and having some distance from it, look at the new person you've emerged as. I'm proud. Thank you. And I, yes. I actually received that with true sincerity, even though I know it is sincere and winky because it's comedy. But yes. I also... But it's true. I do feel like, you know what? It's part of life. Growing pains. Growing pains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of growing pains, mm. do you have a complaint that you want to lodge this week? I do. This week, I really need to... Lodge a complaint. Against a phenomenon that has occurred to me many times. I don't know if it's occurred to you, but you pick up your cup of your drink. Mm -hmm. You take a sip. (sighs) Oh, what? Because you thought it was Sprite, but it's actually water. 
Um, or you yeah. thought it was iced tea, but it's actually Coke. Mm. That sensation where you feel like you know the taste palette that is about to go into your mouth. Surprise attack. When in actuality, it's something completely different. Has that ever happened to you? It's definitely happened. It's extremely jarring. It's so disorienting. It's, like a, it's very disorienting because it's like your brain in preparation for whatever yes. it is that you're about to experience, whether it be food or beverage, is like preparing itself for that response. Yes. So when that response is met with something, you know, just different than the anticipated, ugh, very jarring. It is a moment of like, what's reality? Because those times that I've had this moment, I really am so off kilter. It really throws me off. And yeah. that's what I aim to do with all of my acting. Um, <laughs> really, like, take them down a road and let them expect something and then just flip the script. That's why I only accept roles that are titled gay man. So <laughs> that um, when they look at me, they're not expecting to be getting gay man. So as soon as I speak, they're just really thrown off because I'm so heterosexual. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this much we know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my complaint. If anyone else has been there, call in, tell us about it. Were you at your rehearsal dinner with your in-laws that you don't like? Like, tell me what's the backstory. Uh, Chelsea. Yes. What would you like to lodge a complaint against today? Thank you for asking Trey. I have beef. I got beef. Uh-oh. I do. I have beef with <laughs> loud doors. And when I say loud doors, what I mean is... Slamming? Yeah, but like, you know how doors have the capacity to have that like slow, soft close? Yes. All doors should have a slow close because some doors, especially heavy doors, they really leave a slam. Mm. And I find... You know, that can kind of speak for you in a way that's really not analogous with your mood. Like if you're talking to somebody and then you're like, bye, see you later. And then you go out the door and it slams behind you and you didn't know that it was a loud door Mm -hmm. that could leave the person saying, what a rude bitch. Why wouldn't she do a soft close? And I just think it's jarring. I have a lot of anxiety. I don't know if the door people are trying to kill me. All doors should be soft closing doors and enough. I mean, have you ever been shooken up by a loud door that you weren't expecting? I have been a person that has had to open the door back and be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I am that person. But my my first thought about the slow close is obviously kitchen cabinets. Like that's such a like fabulous invention. But. My brain immediately goes to scream. And if real doors were soft clothes and you were being chased by the killer, and then you have to just like, that would be a really funny sketch. That would actually like, be like funny for a scary movie, 11. Or like as like like an 11 year old and you're like being sent to time out and you're being grounded and you're like, I hate you, mom. And it's like, you slam Boom. it and it's like, <laughs> like a really slow close up would be really funny. That would no, be really funny. I do like, hear I you. I hate that sound. Like the sound of like a loud door. Mm-hmm. Especially metal doors onto like, yes. you know, like in schools, I always think of schools, but it's like commercial buildings where it's yep. double doors, but mm-hmm. there's like a beam right smack in the yes. middle that both yes. of them latch into. Those are so loud. It makes me think of gym class. Yes. And if you don't, if you know, you can prepare. 
Right. But if you don't know, it's for me, it's almost the equivalent of someone hopping behind me and going, boo, you know, like that's what it feels like. <laughs> well, I think um, if if we weren't present to this prior, I think we've yes. fully exposed on this podcast <laughs> by today's complaints that we are control freaks and we like to know the outcome yeah. oh, yes. before Very it much. occurs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. speaking of outcomes... Should we jump into some online reviews? Please, I would love that. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. And Trey, you are first today. Take it away, RQT. Review that review. Okay, so today I thought I would channel some fun. And I am bringing in a four-star review from Amazon.com for the card game, Cards Against Humanity. Uh oh. Have you ever played? Four stars, though. I have played. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll talk about after. This is written by Donna. Okay. And Donna's subject is fun game, but too many words to look up. Oh, God. Okay. This is a verified purchase, and it was written December 21st, 2015. Here we go. This game was all the buzz. And I have played it a couple of times at parties, and I finally decided to buy my very own box of Cards Against Humanity. The game is messed up, but it is absolutely hilarious. Although I think the game is kind of hit and miss, because not everyone really gets into it, and not because it's inappropriate or anything, but sometimes it kind of gets boring, surprisingly enough, but mostly because there are a lot of words that are not in people's regular vocabulary. So when someone plays a card that no one knows a word's definition, it kind of puts a damper on things, dot, dot, dot. Overall, I do like the game, but you've got to get right crowd of people to play to make it fun and interesting. I have played it with people where would just laugh the whole time and played it with people where it was just a couple laughs here and there. I like the game, but I don't like how I have to pull out my dictionary app to try and understand the cards I have. And if it is a funny card, it doesn't get chosen because people don't immediately know what the word means. But I usually have people switch out cards if they come across something they don't know the definition of. Guess I should extend my vocabulary or something. All right, Donna. <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> Two people found this helpful. Okay. I I think there were some interesting <laughs> things in Donna's review. I like that she described Cards Against Humanity as messed up but hilarious. Because I yes. think that's like a really good synopsis of the game. Like Agree. it is. It's messed up, but it's funny. Yes. I think where Donna lost me a little bit is <laughs> so I've played Cards Against Humanity. I can't remember there being a lot of words that I didn't know. Do you remember that? 
So I picked this review because I found a bunch of reviews that really split down the middle about like, this is so inappropriate. I'm offended. I'm calling my pastor. And then other people are like, this is the best thing in the world. It's so funny. But this, this one really stood out because Donna talks about their vocabulary And yes, I own two sets of Cards Against Humanity, actually. I bought one for my sister. I bought the expansion packs. I bought Uh the Jewish expansion packs. Love it. I bought the Pride expansion packs. So I know a lot about this game. And yes, there are often times where I will get a card and it feels very niche or it feels very like of 2017, like something pop. So there are times, I don't know that it would be like a like an adjective that I didn't know. Yeah. I'm like, what is she talking about? Like a Merkin? Like, yeah. What, like, what, it, like, is it, I'm unsure of what it is they're looking up in the dictionary, but yes, right. there are sometimes there are like pop culture or there's celebrities or there's right. like sure. weird things that maybe not everyone would know, but it seems possible to me. I don't know if it's probable. Yeah. I don't know how to say the following without throwing shade at Donna. So I'm going to try to figure this out. I feel well, what like are you thinking? I'm thinking that Donna is, I'll say the French vanilla of the of like her friend group. Ah. I think that Donna really falls in the middle here, and she has like a lot of friends that are like vanilla. She's French vanilla. She has a lot of friends that are like vanilla vanilla, and then she's like the French vanilla of the vanilla vanillas or she has a lot of friends that are like Rocky road and you know, like very fun and effervescent. And she's the vanilla of that group. Like, I think she falls somewhere in the middle because it's interesting to me that it seems like when Donna plays the game with the more eccentric friends, Mm. she has a good time. But when Donna is around her other group of friends where she has to sort of lead, it's not as fun because Donna can't really hold that position. Well, I do. There's two things I want to say about that comment. I do. Maybe Donna's too in their head when they're the one hosting the event. Right. That's what I'm saying. But I also have experienced really raucous rounds with certain group of people right. and then sort of like, you know, Mad. kind of funny, tittery. Yeah. But I also think that sometimes it'll be like uh, sexual euphemisms that like I don't really understand. Like you sure. can sort of deduce like a rusty trombone. Like I don't know what that is, but I know it's some sort right. of funny thing. Yeah. So like maybe that happens but sometimes and i also think that that's part of the game too is like playing to whoever the judge is like correct if you're like i don't really know what a rusty trombone is but like lauren's the judge and she's real raunchy so she probably knows what it is then you want to throw it in during that round and that's what i was going to say is that sometimes the humor is found in things that are completely unexpected or completely mismatched because we like to play with a banana Mm-hmm. where we just put in a random card. And sometimes that one will get picked, but it's the banana that's sitting on the table. Right. And we've literally had rounds where the banana has won. Right, and exactly. Like, because it doesn't yeah, make any sense. because it's fun to see like, okay, mm-hmm. what happens if we just throw a random card yes. in here? It's like, is that one? I've done that too. Yeah. So like on our roster here, do you think that Donna's review, which is a four-star review, do you think that yeah. there's value here? I think there's value in the sense that they're pinning the mess up and hilarious thing. They're warning you that like there might be some words that you don't know, which I guess you're saying, I don't really remember that being the case for me, but if that's true, then 
you know, that's information. It was a little bit complainy for a four star. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. I'm not left with the feeling of four stars. Right. Because it seems like this dictionary issue is almost a deal breaker for Donna. It's like, it really takes me out of it. And honestly, I, like the last sentence I think is so funny. Guess I should extend my vocabulary or something. I know. Like Donna isn't happy about that. But I think that could be positive. Someone could be like, oh, this is great. Like I can learn vocabulary I know words. things. There was also one really funny review, but it wasn't good for the show. But about these parents that bought it for their teenager and how Mm. they were like standing on the other side of the wall listening and how they were learning a lot about what their children know that they didn't anticipate them knowing that's that's but it was a positive spin on that review that like it's fun to play with them to see sides of them that they don't show us which i thought was interesting but that's a positive spin and there is a sort of negative spin here with with donna at least that's how i'm perceiving it I like that she fasts up to the house rules. I always I always <laughs> like to know people's house rules, like the banana for you. And mm-hmm. she said that she does a house rule where she lets people swap out cards that they don't know. So I thought that at least says that the game is adaptable to some degree. And I've had and I've had a- games like that as well, where then if you don't know it, you have to f- share it and say that you don't know what it is. Right, right, right. Which is positive spinning here. Maybe Donna could take that on. The right, spelling exactly. and grammar, there were a couple of spammer spammer? grammar there were a couple of spelling glitches in here not everyone into it yes yeah and then also one very long run on sentence that was um, confusing for my brain to look at but i get the point here and i think that donna's being truthful especially because it is four stars like donna really is presenting like maybe there's something that I'm not bringing to the table that the dictionary has to help me with. Right. I don't think they're being shady about the game. I think they're actually saying like, it's hilarious and it's messed up. It's four stars. It's fun. But if you just want to be having fun and not education, then maybe take an SAT prep class. I don't know. Right. Although I don't know that these words would be on the SATs. (laughs) 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 All right. Anything else we should consider for Donna before we crown her? No, I mean, do you think that other people have this experience? I I think some people might have this experience. I'm just what I'm wrapping my head around as I go into crowning is the useful factor here yeah. and like under what circumstances this helpful in deciding whether or not I want to purchase the product. Let's crown it. Let's crown, crown it. it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The queens are tabulating. Total school. Okay, two and a half crowns, two and a half crowns. Wait, no, sorry. I went the wrong way. I meant to do that one. I flipped it the wrong way. Oh, okay. Trey's holding up one and a half crowns. I'm holding up two and a half crowns. Maybe I was kinder to Donna than I thought. I gave Donna props because I think that there are other Donnas out there that might be a little bit further removed from the content. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you were somebody that was a Donna, so to speak, you might see yourself in Donna's experience and consider whether or not you want to move forward. I really couldn't give Donna any more than the two and a half because I don't think that this is a universal issue. I don't think we're going to sway that many people. And it didn't really feel like a four-star review to me. So for those reasons, I gave the two and a half. Why one and a half, Trey? Wait, 
Did you say Mamma Mia at the beginning of this? Because that's the lead in Mamma Mia. Yeah. I hate you. So Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I thought it was so clever. You didn't get it's it. It's so on brand for me. And I didn't <laughs> even get it until now. I know. Um, I love that. Okay. So I said one and a half only because... It doesn't make sense. It's four stars. I don't think this is really a problem. I also agree. Like there are probably people that don't live in the culture of the context with which these um, expansion packs are made and the energy with which the people that created this game are are leaning into. Sure. But I do think that the people that would want to experiment and learn are already in that idea of like, this maybe wasn't made for me, but I'm 75 and I want to try it. Which would be the energy of like, well, then I'm going to need a dictionary. Like it is right. going to be a mind expanding experience. Yeah. But I appreciated Donna's positivity and yeah. giving it four stars, even though it ultimately felt sort of negative. So that's why I said one and a half, because I appreciated the positive push. Yes. But ultimately, I don't think there's much value here other than like, it's messed up and funny. But I don't know. I just I think it's all over the place. So that's why I said one and a half. Fair. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun. Well, try. Oh, thank you. Maybe we could play Cards Against Humanity one day on a live. Oh, I would like that. Let us know if you're interested in playing Cards Against Humanity with the Queens. That could be fun. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we can get into Chelsea's review. (laughs) (gasps) Yay. (laughs) Can't wait. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Since 2020, one of the things I've really taken on is being in charge of my health and wellness, which is why Chelsea and I are super excited to be partnering with Vitable.com.au. Now, Vitable takes the guesswork out of feeling good. You get your own personalized daily vitamin pack safely delivered to your doorstep every month. Vitable offers a quick online quiz to find out which vitamins and minerals can support your personal needs based on your own diet and lifestyle. All vitamins are manufactured in Australia at the highest quality standard. Ingredients come in the best form for their absorption by your body. When you use our code REVIEW40 at checkout, you can enjoy 40% off site-wide at vitable.com.au. That's promo code REVIEW40 at checkout to enjoy 40% off site-wide. Only what you need, nothing that you don't. It's game time, or else Chelsea to spin on Demarcus go around. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days, I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Are we keeping that take? Okay. Here's <laughs> the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Quorum Strip, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. Okay, obviously this is the merry-go-round. I fumbled over my words. <laughs> We're going to spin around. We're going to yes. have fun. Chelsea, tell me 
What is your one-star zinger today? My one-star <laughs> zinger is from Google Reviews. It is a Google review of the Hollywood sign. It Aye. is written by Darren M. And the review is, it's only about one-sixth as cool as it is big. <laughs> That's, That's a now. lot of math um, there. All right. <laughs> Well, then in that case, I am going to strap you in yeah. to a TMZ tour bus. Okay. Ugh. Okay, sure. I'm having deja vu. What? Haven't we done the Hollywood sign before? For sure. But this is a new review. Darren. But I'm wondering if I strapped you in on the TMZ bus. Oh. Okay. You I know think... what? I'm going to strap you in yes. to the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Sure. Pointy. Diva. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. Sports announcer. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. Disaster. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. Disney. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. Breaking news. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. Melodrama. It's only about one six as cool as it is big. That's all. Thank you. Okay, you got six, but right after I did Opera Diva, I was like, I just want to pull Opera Diva the entire time and see what she does. But then I was like, I can't just do that. Um, I don't know that I would be able to give much uh, variation, but... uh, Hey, don't sell yourself short. Oh, thank you. Don't talk that way about my co-host. You're the best. Okay. Okay, where's your zinger from? Okay, so today I have a one-star zinger from Yelp. Okay. This is written by Andres... Mm-hmm. And it is for the restaurant El Pollo Loco. Oh, okay. Yes. I've been there once and I loved it. Okay, great. But Andre says, it's good if you want to be sick after eating it. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, I guess with that in mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna strap you into a trash can so that you have something to relieve yourself with. Oh sorry. <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Trey? I am. Get I'm yourself, a street urchin on Little get Shop. Yourself, oh, yes. You're a street urchin. Get yourself all buckled into your trash can. Here we go. I'm so grouchy. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Three, two, one, go. Soap opera. It's good if you want to be sick after eating it. WWE. It's good if you want to be sick after eating it. Film noir. Oh, it's good if you want to be sick after eating it. Oh. Televangelist. It's a good if you want to be sick after eating it. Adult film. It's good if you want to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. You really went for it with the adult film, which I got to say, I appreciate the commitment, Queen. Okay, one, two, four. Five. I haven't you won, won in a while. Chelsea won. She is the winner. Here she comes. Yes. Mrs. Merrill go round. Okay. On the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Ow. 
Review that review. All right, listeners, here we are. We are back from that rousing game break, which Chelsea won. And Chelsea, it's now your turn to give us your review of the week. What have you selected? All right. Well, I really was staying on theme today with LA, Hollywood. So my main review today is actually for Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) So the whole boulevard, the whole thing. This is a one dot TripAdvisor review written by Travel Poe. 11 travel po 11 po P-O. i think it's like travel pole that's like how it looks but it's one one is this a teletubby travel pole tinky winky dipsy la la and po could be <laughs> it's po it's, it's po from the tinky that. winky travel po 11 okay okay all right the subject is a mess <laughs> here we go When we have out-of-town guests, one of the places they want to see is Hollywood Boulevard. Unfortunately, their vision of Hollywood Boulevard is non-existent. Hmm. They will not casually stroll down the boulevard and bump into movie stars and celebrities. They will not be able to take pictures of their favorite actors and actresses' stars on street at their leisure. What they will find is a mass of bodies crowding the street, a circus, a shit show. Oh. Some of what I've seen, a man with a massive python snake around his neck. (laughs) There are so many people on the street, you will see the snake until his head is up in your face. Hot dog carts in the middle of the sidewalk with hot dogs wrapped in bacon in the heat of day, just sitting there uncooked. Hot, unrefrigerated, shriveled bacon, anyone? (laughs) People hawking wares. People screaming messages or songs into amplified equipment. Men with their pants being worn past their butts or (laughs) holding a hand down the crotch of their pants. Why? I have no clue. Many people dress like characters competing for your money. Just who is the person in that costume hugging your child as you snap photo after photo for your memory book? You have no idea. Anyone can put on a costume and take pictures with you and or your children. Scary thought. Forget looking down the sidewalk to read the stars' names. If you try, it won't last long. You'll bang into people. Just try to get a picture of your favorite star's star. The people we have taken never go back. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it just I mean I don't disagree. Yeah. But but I don't have the expectation. Like I I don't I'm not surprised that it's crazy because it's a tourist trap. I have a theory. Tell me. I think that Travel Poe eleven has written this review so that people who visit them in the future will not make this request. 
Like, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I haven't done my due diligence, but maybe Travel Po has like a whole list of recommendations and reviews in Los Angeles. And before, you know, friends come in the future, he says, Oh, take a look at my trip advisor. I have a bunch of things. Let me know what you want to do so that he can preempt this shit show. Cause it is very similar to people wanting to go to Times Square. Yeah. You know, when they go to New York and when you live there, you're like, that's the last place I want to be. But I will tell you that even when David and I went to Pompeii, Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing. Before you get into the, I mean, that's different because it's like a you know sacred space. But like when you're parking and you're trying to get into the gates to go into this ancient village, it is like exactly like being on Hollywood Boulevard. It's yeah. like tons of vendors, tons of people with amplified equipment, which I love that phrase. Yeah. The first time I went to Los Angeles, I also went to Hollywood Boulevard because I thought, holy cow, and like. There were people like with snakes and there were like, that didn't seem that surprising to me. I will say, how do I like, it's not surprising to me that you might meet unsavory characters or you might feel a little uncomfortable in a place that's going to be heavily populated. Like this isn't 1930s and like Marilyn Monroe is putting her hands on the cement. But that being said, like, Yes, people are going to be around you and bumping around you and you're trying to take a picture of like Woody Allen's star or whoever because it's in the middle of the sidewalk. So even the design of the Hollywood Walk of Fame is like you're the stars are in the middle of the the sidewalk. So like you're no matter, you know, even if this was Disneyland, it's going to be like people are walking around. I agree. It is hella populated. I I don't know that I would say shit show, but I would say, you know, this isn't pristine. Right. They but, didn't spell out shit show completely, by the way. They were they Wait, can I guess? Was yeah. it um is it a money sign for the S? No. Or an or a amp, or a hashtag amp, um pound? It's S H dash dash T show. Shit show. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Can anyone just put on a costume? You don't have to have a permit. I don't really know about that, but it doesn't seem like they're regular. I mean, are the ones in Times Square regulated? Because some of them seem like they have very cheap costumes that they could have just, you know, gotten. And I mean, I on. guess you could just stroll up there. I don't know. I know that like... I mean, I for- feel like worse comes to worse, the police sort of shoo you away. And that's a risk that I think these people are willing to take. Right. But when it comes to a vendor... Like you have to have a permit for that. Like, but these people are vendors. They're like, correct. But they are asking for tips. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. know. We don't really know. Yeah, the rules of busking. That really made me think of Times Square. I mean, that's very. But it is similar. It's like, of course, I don't know. I mean, where I think there's value here is that. Like you said, when you came to LA, having not been here that many times, like you wanted to go to Hollywood Boulevard. And so even though for me living here, for you living close to Times Square, we're sort of like eye rolled, duh. Like there are people that are going to visit LA and think we got to go see the Hollywood sign. We got to go to Hollywood Boulevard and and put our hands in the the celebrity. Like there are going to be people that are going to want to do this. And if there are people that are, on the more naive side, I like that's a good point. That 
travel poe you know got into details they really painted a picture here like i get it you want to go this is your plan your plan is to go and take pictures with with actors and actresses stars that you like Mm -hmm. or maybe you're so misinformed to think that like it's hollywood that's where the actors are right because some people are also going to think that so I think they addressed both of those things and also addressed this is what you're going to see. You think you're going to see this, you're not you're going to see crowds, you're going to see a, py- a python guy, you're going to see street meat, you're going to see unsavory characters however you want to classify it. it. You know that it's not the safest that you're going to feel a bit unsafe. So if with all of that in mind, you're still like it's still really important to me to get my photo taken with Judy Garland's star, then go for it. But at least you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's probably just the execution of it that I I disagree with. I like I think you could be really honest about what the reality is. Right. And I think the color of this review feels a little snarky and a little like angry kind of like, I, I don't know, it, it feels emotional. It feels like there's emotion here. It feels like travel po is like has an opinion about how this is, which yeah, which great. I got. The the spelling, I feel like there was a couple, there were a couple. of spelling. Yeah, so I think that Poe could have used the television screen inside of the Teletubby underground layer to do a spell check. I think that's what we're getting. I think they would have allowed him to hop on the Teletubby Wi-Fi to maybe just make mm-hmm. sure that they had their Grammarly set up. I mean, ready. I absolutely think that this is going to be a common experience. Yes, I absolutely agree. It's only the emotion that I think might be a little fluky, but I agree with you. I think like I'm, I received this from a cynical point of view and I think there might be people that don't have an expectation that it might not be what it was like when you look at, right. you know, black and white films of Hollywood exactly. video Boulevard. I just that said Hollywood said, video. <laughs> oh, RIP. That being said, with the mention of the the, the cynicism, mm-hmm. did you find that any of the maybe sarcastic or cynical humor was funny? I think calling it a shit show isn't funny. I think that's like emotional. Okay. I don't know. That's how it's occurring to me. I didn't really think it was that funny. I don't. I don't know why I felt defensive I of see. Hollywood. I don't know why because I have no attachment, but. I guess I just, I, and I don't even, I don't have any ego or attachment to Hollywood. So right. I don't know why I felt like perturbed by Poe in this review, but it, but I guess that is just my cynicism about like, well, why would you not anticipate this? Right. I don't know. But there might be people that wouldn't. Which yeah. I hear, and I appreciate you pointing that out. I think that, uh, there was an attempt at at humor, I think, Correct. Like, through being so emotional. I just think we got a little bit lost in the emotion, which is why I like had my whole ridiculous theory about why they're posting this. Because I think the fact that in the beginning they mentioned, like, I have a lot of friends who come in town and y'all want to go and do this. But, like, this is why you shouldn't. Clearly, Travel Poe 11 has been dragged into this experience one too many times. And every time the person is leaving saying, well, I don't need to do that again. So I think that that's where the emotion is coming from. But other than that, I feel like I'm ready to crown. Yeah, let's crown this Teletubby. Let's crown this Poe. The queens are tabulating. (laughs) Go to school.
Okay. Oh, interesting. I'm holding up three crowns. Trey is holding up four crowns. Trey, why four crowns for Travel Poe 11? I did four because I think the meat on this bone is accurate. Right. I'm just in a disagreement on the um, execution of it. It's not necessary, in my opinion, to be so angry that you've had to take so many guests here and Mm -hmm. it's always disappointing. Like, even if you are angry, I think you can be a little more straight to the point with Sprinkled in Humor. Like, this isn't... Lucy and Desi go to Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> it's very different today. It's go- You're going to be in a tourist trap. There's going to be lots of people trying to get money from you. It's going to be a little unsavory. Right. Go with armed with this information. And I wish you the best. Have a great time. You know, like, I don't know. I But that's just me. I'm in a mood, I guess, tonight. But ultimately, four crowns, because I do think that Travel Po 11 is sharing something that I think is going to be a common experience. Yeah. Chelsea, why did you say three? I was like, I think I was more I going into this. I thought this is a four star review because we have a lot of information. And then I was sort of swayed a little bit by your emotional reaction to it i took (laughs) away a couple of the crowns one because the spelling and grammar did make it a little difficult for me to read in those few spots and if we're gonna be cynical and be rolling with this listicle type humor it's like we really got to hit the mark otherwise you lose the reader so i took away some a little bit of the crowns there and then also because i was wondering are you right is travel po 11 too emotional about this to the point where maybe somebody else reading it is gonna wish that they were getting this information from the perspective of a tourist and not the perspective Mm. of a person that is kind of a little bit more jaded having lived in LA for a while and is like, ugh, like I'm avoiding that, right? Because maybe there are tourists that even though they have to deal with the crowds and whatever, they still are that excited to see this star so that was why i went with three crowns wait but you that you just saying that little clarified for me i think the very beginning of this review when travel post says i've had so many friends request that we do this like that already made me feel like travel po is upset right that has nothing to do with actual hollywood video uh, (laughs) why did i do it again hollywood boulevard yeah that it does make me feel like maybe this is someone that's already upset yeah and they're harping on this experience. But whatever. Anyway. Lot to chew on. Lots <sighs> when to is the last about. time you went to Hollywood Boulevard, Chelsea? Oh my God, by choice. Like Grauman's right. Chinese area. God, probably years. There's a there's a mm-hmm. Dave and Busters that's at Hollywood and Highland. And I had a friend that had a birthday there a couple years ago. That was probably the last time. But I used to do this live interactive show called a Accomplice Hollywood that was produced by Neil Patrick Harris and I was mm-hmm. there every weekend and I gotta say I was probably a little bit closer to Travel Poe 11's opinion by the time I was finished with that of show. Of course. yeah. And the very first time I ever went to Hollywood, Los Angeles yeah. I stayed at a hotel on Hollywood and Vine. Oh my god. And literally the corner right next to it is like showgirls and all female <laughs> nude review girls 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 oh like God. you know that feels like of course all is. the tiktok people live in an apartment on like hollywood and vine Duh. which is kind of funny all right my queen we have done it we've reviewed those reviews and now we have reached the most regal portion of our show who are you trey inducting for my royal highness, 
Okay, so today I am going to induct something that I listened to recently that just really makes me smile every time I listen to it. Okay. And I'm going to lean in to this authentic part of my life. And I am going to induct the original Broadway cast recording of Hairspray the Musical. Okay. Which is so gay, but I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm nominating it because aside from what it is, I think it takes me personally back to a time when I was very optimistic and hopeful mm. and happy and enamored and always enjoyed Broadway. And that special musical American art form it, it also was like the first hit after September 11th. And the city of New York really held on to the Hairspray musical as a beacon of like, we can move forward. Yeah. And I also think that the story of Hairspray being turned into a musical just is like kind of hilarious and odd. But yeah. I think that the musical version really does what most great successful musicals are good at and that is combining this sense of spectacle broadway like money rich commercialism with actual like artistry and i do think that the story within hairspray of like we can all be seen as one because it doesn't matter what we weigh it doesn't matter what color our skin is as long as we care for each other like the world can be better. And like any musical that like, there's so many of them that that is the core of the message. But I just think that it happened at a perfect time. It also happened at a perfect time in my life. And so I think when I listen to the cast recording, it instantly takes me back to that period where it was like, we as a nation had gone through something really hard. And this art form was welcoming people back to the city and back to feeling emotions about what's possible in a positive way. And that cast was so phenomenal. And I just love it very much. And so if you have not listened in a very long time, or if you never have, I would encourage you go to Spotify, you can get it, you can download it, you can pay for it. It's different from the film. And it's also different from the film adaptation that was made. And it's also different from the live that was on NBC a couple of years ago. I would encourage you to listen to it because I think it's wonderful. There's many bootlegs on YouTube. I'm inducting the original Broadway cast recording of Hairspray because I guarantee you it will shift your emotional mood. Wow. Trey, I can hear the bells. You're timeless to me. <sighs> I mean, obviously, I've I've listened to the cast recording of Hairspray probably a million times as well. I've gone in for Tracy Turnblatt so many times. Mm. So have sang Good Morning Baltimore along with Marissa Jarrett mm. Whitaker many a time. Uh, never got cast though because Marissa's very, very short. So that means that all the Tracys have to be very, very short. But I love Hairspray and I love for you that you get to experience this cast recording over and mm. over and over again sans the confetti. Yes, thank you. Yes, I, I had a feeling we might circle back to that. Also, I have auditioned for Lane Clarkin many times. Oh, so maybe Chelsea, maybe you and I should put on a non-equity hairspray and you can be Tracy and I can be Link. Well, I'm equity. so. Well, I'm equity too, so but, equity. but I don't think anyone's going to hire us. So that's, We can hire well, ourselves. Okay, it can be produced by Review, review that, that Review. So maybe Review That Review presents Hairspray, the two-person show with 
<laughs> RQT and RQC. Oh, all right, I'm into it. All right, I'm into it. Me too. Okay, Queen. Well, we did it. That is another round on the RU and RQ Ferris wheel of You Can't Stop the Beat. You can't stop the thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please be like Tracy Turnblatt and tell a friend, include all the people. And if you didn't like what you heard, why don't you be like Miss Baltimore Crabs and tell an enemy? (laughs) If you would like to support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate where even a $1 tip is truly appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with the goings-on in the queendom, or click that simple link in our show notes below. Please, you know what's my fave, hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am reachable at <laughs> Trey Gerald. He is reachable that way. Um, On today's after show pod, we are going to stay on theme and read a TripAdvisor review of the Sunset Strip. (gasps) Get ready. To to find out what made Trey say. In the meantime, Chelsea, go ahead. Let's announce it. We We haven't announced it. And to find out what made Chelsea say. And then you don't even get to eat the cheese fries and you're in an ambulance. No, thank you. I'm good. Then join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review so that you can hear our special members only after show podcast. And please remember. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. You are a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Duh. Bye. Bye. Ta-ta. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. <sighs> I don't know why I had that. Um, it's like not hairspray related, but when I was thinking about Donna, I was thinking like, Donna's afraid of words. She's afraid of words. She doesn't know she's afraid of words. But that's obviously, isn't that Jason Robert Brown? Good job, yes. Yeah. Anyway, Donna is afraid of words. Are you afraid of words you don't know? I'm afraid of the baby in the sun. The baby in the sun. Teletubbies. Oh, Teletubbies. yeah. Teletubbies. Tinky yeah. Dipsy. La la. too old for the teletubbies <laughs> i'll just say that i was babysitting i don't know i definitely had a poe doll i'm not gonna lie i think i had a which one was green was that dipsy i think so i didn't have tinky winky because everyone said tinky winky was a faggot it was gay yeah but i was being a little more politically correct all right <laughs> bye <laughs> we've said enough bye <laughs>